Welcome to The Receptive Life. We're learning how to fight against the unholy trinity, to defend ourselves with the promises that come from the person and the work of Jesus, but also learning how to receive all of the gifts that can only come from the hands of the triune God. So The Receptive Life is a a spiritual framework. Uh, It's made up of a daily practice, but also a, a weekly practice. And the daily practice has six different stations. Uh, Station one is you make the sign of the cross and you have the Trinitarian name placed upon you. Uh, Station two is the morning and evening prayer. Station three is a moment to uh, examine your life through the Ten Commandments, but also to uh, remember that the work uh, of Jesus is placed upon you. Remember your your baptism. Station four, we uh, set aside a portion of the day to read the scriptures, the living and active word of God. Station five is a morning and evening commendation. As uh, the psalmist says, Psalm 92, it is good to proclaim the Lord's love in the morning and his faithfulness at night. And station six is a doxology, uh, where we acknowledge where uh, from whom all blessings uh, flow or come, and then also a blessing, so uh, the Lord's name upon us again as we begin the day or as we lie down to sleep. So that's the the daily practice. The weekly practice then uh, is made up of um, uh, seven different stations which uh, correspond to the chief uh, parts of the Christian faith. So we've talked about uh, Station 7 on Monday. You would um, spend a little bit more focused time uh, on the Ten Commandments using uh, Martin Luther's small catechism. That's a beautiful gift and aid uh, to understanding these chief parts. Uh, Tuesday would be the Creed. Uh, Wednesday would be the Lord's Prayer. And now, in our discussion, uh, we're beginning to talk about uh, the sacraments, uh, the office of the keys, so the sacrament of baptism, uh, the office of the keys, and the sacrament of the altar. And these speak about the forgiveness of sins. So the Ten Commandments, uh, you could summarize uh, them in this way, uh, what it is that we are to do and not to do, God's will, God's way for our life. The Apostles' Creed moves to the work of the triune God. Uh, as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So uh, that's no longer about what we are to do, but what God has done and what we are then uh, invited to believe. The Lord's Prayer teaches us uh, what to pray and how to pray, uh, why pray. So there's a command given, but there's also an invitation with a blessing and the uh, encouragement Um, that it is God himself who gives to us the very words to pray uh, and shows us uh, the way, uh, the way to pray. Now, uh, baptism, uh, the office of the keys, and the the sacrament of the altar answer some uh, questions concerning God's gifts. So the questions are, where does the triune God practically give or offer or uh, distribute distribute his gifts, and how do we receive uh, the promises that come with those gifts? Uh, another way you could say it is, how do you know that your sins are forgiven? Uh, that's the chief gift that God gives to us, to reconcile us to himself and, uh, and uh, each of us to one another. So, 
baptism, the sacrament of baptism, the office of the keys, and the sacrament of the altar speak about uh, how God himself offers, distributes, gives, um, creates faith in us to receive uh, the great gift of the forgiveness of sins, reconciliation with God through the work of Jesus, and then also uh, reconciliation with one another. Now, again, it is the receptive life. So it's not about performance. We leave our works um, behind. Uh, they cannot make their way up to the, the heavenlies, to God himself, and uh, work reconciliation with God. So it is not about performance, but this is a sin's default uh, mindset. Uh, what do I need to do? Uh, how can I merit uh, uh, God's favor? The receptive life is about God himself descending, and specifically in the person of Jesus, uh, in the work of Jesus. So this is about what, what Christ himself has done. Uh, by grace, through faith, for the sake of Jesus, uh, this is how uh, we live the, the receptive life. So uh, you could think of it this way, uh, the beggars cry on the side of the road, as Jesus is uh, going by, uh, this beggar has nothing. Uh, he cries out, Lord, have mercy on me. And so you could think of our spiritual life as uh, that of spiritual beggars. And we're invited then by the gospel uh, to hold uh, our hands out, to hold, as Luther says, hold the sack open and have something given to us. In fact, the final words that Martin Luther uh, scribbled on a little piece of paper before his death uh, was just a simple sentence he wrote, we are beggars, this is true. So we we are there at the, uh, you could say, the bottom of the ladder, holding out our empty hands to receive all of the gifts of the triune God. Uh, chief of those gifts, uh, the main uh, wonderful gift of reconciliation is the forgiveness of sins. So the, the question is, then how do we receive uh, that gift? Well, uh, the worship. Um, this is from the apology of our confession, the Augsburg Confession. Um, the words say, The worship and divine service of the gospel is to receive gifts from God. The chief worship of the gospel is to wish to receive remission of sins, grace, and righteousness. So, through the scriptures, in the scriptures, uh, through the sacraments, we then uh, hear the revelation of who Jesus is, uh, his person, his work, and we receive the person and work of Jesus in such a way then that we make use of him against our enemies, right? The unholy trinity, the devil, this uh, corrupt world that we live in, but also ourselves, the sinful, the sinful flesh. So there's always that conflict between the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the unholy trinity, the devil, uh, the corrupt world, and our own uh, sinful flesh or sinful nature. Now, the good news is that we have one God uh, revealed to us in three distinct persons, but there is one salvation plan. So not many ways of reconciliation, but one salvation plan involving all three persons of the Godhead. So uh, the Father is God, the Son is God, the Holy Spirit is God, but uh, the Father is not the Son, the Father is not the Holy Spirit, the Son is not the Holy Spirit, 
Uh, the Father didn't die for us. That is uh, the work of the Son. The Holy Spirit gives to us the works of Jesus. So one God, three distinct persons, but one salvation plan. You you hear it in John 3.16, don't you? For God so loved the world, that would be God the Father, that he gave his one and only Son, that's the second person, Jesus uh, the Christ, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Well, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, this forgiveness of sins then, if you wanted to break it up in, uh, say, the economy of the Godhead, um, the Father, you could say, is the one who authors or authored the plan of salvation. He chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, Ephesians 1 says. Uh, the Son accomplishes the plan of salvation. He, you could say, acquires salvation for us. But it's the Holy Spirit then who applies the finished work of Jesus, delivers, gives, offers uh, the forgiveness of sins to us. And so there's one God three distinct persons, but one salvation plan. So again, the Ten Commandments tell us what we are to do, uh, not to do. The Apostles' Creed speaks of the work of the triune God uh, and shows us uh, in in the revelation of the Scriptures who this God is and what we are to believe about him. The Lord's Prayer uh, then tells us why why pray, how to pray, what to pray. But uh, the chief question we have is, so how do we receive the gifts? Where does the triune God give the gift of the forgiveness of sins? How do we receive those promises? How do you know that your sins are forgiven, that you are reconciled to, to God? So again, uh, these, um, uh, these conversations we have all throughout the, uh, this weekly practice point us always to the person and to the work of Jesus. Uh, and the message is repent, receive, rejoice. Repent, receive, rejoice. We get ourselves to the Ten Commandments. Repent, receive, rejoice. We hear the words of the Apostles' Creed. Repent, receive this, this forgiveness of sins. Rejoice. Uh, we go to the Lord's Prayer. Repent, receive, rejoice. And now specifically in the sacraments, uh, we are shown how uh, the Holy Spirit applies this finished work of Jesus to our lives, and we receive it, we rejoice in it, and then it becomes a part of uh, our life. And so all of life then is about uh, this little uh, cycle, repent, receive the forgiveness of sins, rejoice in that, and then repeat. Uh, you're going to hear this little phrase often throughout the, uh, these videos. When you have the forgiveness of sins, you have what? Well, you have everything.